0: We'll be speaking to those charities that benefit from the Radio Kerry charity, Bingo. We have another episode of A Blast of Kerry where we look at family food businesses represented in this county and today we have a good one for you. We're featuring O'Sullivan's Bakery in Clorgland. This is a story that is full of history and is passed down through the generations and you'll all know them by their famous red wrapper. We'll also have our Kerry County Council Creative Kingdom letting you know what's going on in the arts world around the county. So like I said a very busy programme but first Radio Kerry uh, charity bingo over the last Last number of years has raised €251,420 Euro for its four Kerry charity beneficiaries. They are the Kerry Cancer Support Group, Kerry Hospice, Recovery Haven, Kerry Cancer Support House and Comfort for chemo, Kerry. And uh, this year, we've raised in Radio Carry 130,412 euros. That's 32,603 euros each. So I was an accountant here, the way I'm giving you all these figures, but um, it is an amazing um, amount of money. And before we get to talk to the charities, we're uh, going to talk now to our chairperson here in uh, on the board of Radio Carry, John O'Sullivan. John, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. And um, before we talk about um, the Radio Kerry charity bingo we should mention and um, the sad passing of former senator board member here in Radio Kerry and founder uh, Paul Coughlin, very sad news this week It is indeed very sad news, and on behalf of
1: everybody in Radio Kerry, we, I'd like to offer our sympathy to Peggy and her family and the wider, and the wider O'Shea family on the death of Paul. Paul was a founding director of Radio Kerry. He was a founding shareholder, and he served on the board for many, many years, and we were very lucky to have him. He he gave us very, very wise counsel over the years, and obviously he brought a wealth of experience and a breadth of knowledge that maybe we badly needed at the time. Radio Kelly is a, is a wonderfully successful organisation now, and a lot of that goes back to Paul Coughlin and the wise counsel that he offered us at board meetings over the many years. So on behalf of everybody, I wish to offer our serious condolences to Peggy and her family.
0: Yeah, um, I met him once or twice, very approachable man, great sense of humour as well, and uh, formidable, so uh, we echo those sentiments. Uh, he was uh, indeed, John he was said, indeed. Yeah. May he rest in peace. He'll be badly missed. Mm. Um, no, the Radio carry. Uh, charity bingo. I mentioned the figures there, John. It's it's a wonderful uh, initiative and um, I suppose it's all for these wonderful charities as well. Really. It is indeed and I suppose the
1: first thing is that it's a tribute to the people of Kerry. Uh, we, the bingo has been operating now for a number of years and it's, the, the support for the bingo is massive. Um, like f- over 50%, 54-55% of people that listen to radio in the county listen to Radio Kerry and it very substantial number of those people buy bingo books every week, and it builds up to a very healthy, you know, um, prizes every so often. We would like to see it being won a bit more often than it is being won, but there it is. I mean, sometimes it's won very quickly, sometimes it isn't, but it it gives us in the chance to to give something back to the county, and I mean there's wonderful work being done by these four charities. You wonder sometimes how they get the time to do it and all the rest of it because in it many Cases it's log hours and it's hard work, and maybe they don't always get the appreciation and the thanks that they need and deserve because it, they give freely of that time. And it is, you know, it is, it, it builds the fabric of the county yeah. and it makes the county a better place to live in. And we owe a huge debt to the people that do all the work in this. And we are, this is a small way of saying thanks. And you know, it's 130,000 for the year, it's 32,000, it's a lot of money, and hopefully, it will make the job for the four charities a bit easier.
0: Yeah, as well as, um, you know, talking about those charities is so important and mentioning um, the names of, of the entities involved as well and uh, the weight, it's worth the weight when it's building up like that. It, I it, tell it you know. is indeed. It <laughs> is indeed. Yeah. Um, but John, thanks a million for coming in but we better get to, I suppose, the most important people in the room. We better get to uh, the uh, charities and firstly I'm going to speak with Breed O'Connor who's committee member and patients advocate with Comfort for Chemo. Uh, uh, Breed O'Connor. Breed, you're very welcome. Thanks, Jo. S- so tell us what, um, is, what is comfort for chemo first and then what is your role within it?
2: Um, I suppose can I just say a huge thank you, first and foremost, to Kerry Radio? I mean, all four of our charities are here, um, and I think we echo what John has just said. It is an absolute tribute to um, the people of the county to in behind us, but also yourselves. You have been amazing to us, and um, this will really help us. And I suppose I'm coming from Comfort for Chemo Kerry. Um, I, the goal of the charity, it was set up in 2018 to basically build a cancer unit here in Kerry. Um, We don't have a state of the art cancer unit in Kerry um, we have one to the north of our county in Limerick and they have one in Cork but we actually don't have one here in our own county Mm. and you know that's heartbreaking really and I suppose um, Mary Fitzgerald set up the charity in 2018 and she has an oncology background so she could see you know coming down the track that the numbers of cancer patients are increasing um, but we just don't have the space Um, so that's where the call to Action came and that's where the charity you know grew out of um, that we would champion this champion that we here in Kerry would get our own standalone state state-of-the-art unit and deservedly so and and then you know with that it, it was twofold really she wanted the comfort okay so what is the comfort for the patient and in particular comfort for Chemo Kerry um, wanted to provide that as the charity so get the state-of-the-art unit built you know and uh-huh and then provide the comfort for the, the patients that are journeying through that
0: mm. And how do you get involved?
2: Um, I suppose at the time, actually, Kerry Radio came up to the ward and it, and Deirdre was doing a piece on why the charity was the starting.
0: Deirdre Walsh. And yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And um, Mary Fitzgerald um, asked, would a patient come on and have a chat? So a couple of us sat around the table and I spoke at how important it was that the comfort was just as important in um, the treating of the patient that you know healing isn't just clinical mm. Heal, healing it has to be about wellness and and I suppose at the time for me it was so beneficial that I could have my treatment here in Kerry mm. and it was and Oi. I suppose um, I had small children at yeah. the time they were in Fiery's National School um, and uh, like it gave me the privy to be able to take them to school in the morning um, you know and keep the show on the road yeah. and every mother wants to do that um, and you know you're when you're going through um, any kind of treatment um, you know a lot of it is smoke and mirrors and you you just want to get up and get on and and get it done but also as well you want to keep those your loved ones around you as well um, moving forward as well and it doesn't have to hit the whole house so when I was able to go in and drop them to school and then I was 15 minutes over the road and into the chemo unit have my treatment and then in some cases I was home and back and and ready you know and that to me was a huge comfort and this is something that is not privy to everybody and unfortunately even my own uncle recently um uh, in his cancer journey had to go to Cork and and I know that that journey was um really arduous for them so if we can build a unit here and you know and we can have this here in a state-of-the-art unit you know we don't want something that's just uh, uh, um I suppose uh, very small and limited we want something that is going to progress with time and it's visionary mm. um and
0: where do you think you are with that goal
2: so great news um because we've been championing this and we have been you know i suppose uh, calling for ax- action on it um we recently got um funding um and it has been announced that they're going to build this unit for us um so that's stage one um i'm very lucky that the hsc have allowed that um a patient slash um committee member can go on the design team um so i have seen the plans but that's important yeah hugely important and hugely important because as i said there is a, a clinical aspect to chemotherapy but there's also wellness yeah um so i have been championing that that we would build a unit that by all accounts now we have three floors Mm. Okay, so it's a standalone unit with three floors. Um, I have asked that in the middle floor that we would look out onto MIT, onto our left, and Tralee Bay and, you know, you can see Venus Lighthouse from it, from that height up, and that when people come into the unit then, that there's a hope, there's a sense that yes, this is only intermediary this mm. is only for a short time this is, you know, um, they look out and they look out at the life happening around them, mm. that this I'm going to take this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to journey through this and then I'm going to get out the other side and I'm yeah. going to live my life well, and we know that that the science is there, um, you know, and it's key keeping us, you know, um, alive for longer, you mm. know, and and there is so much coming down the track, and yeah. um, and that's it. But we need to be ready in Kerry. Okay, so this unit will have a day patient in the ground floor, then um, you would have the, the services, of the oncology services, and up and the top, then a compounding unit, which is actually going to make the chemo, all here in Kerry.
0: Well, and how is uh, the Radio Kerry charity going to help there in, 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 in the line of that?
2: Hugely important because not only have you, um, I suppose, um, put our name out there, um, and that's very important. People, and you have given us, even this morning, now giving us a platform to tell people this is what we're trying to build, this is what we're hoping to get. Um, that's the you know, you get in people often ask us, Oh, I didn't realise you could have your c- cancer treatment in Kerry. People mm. are very surprised by that, and they think that, Oh, you have to go out of the county, and that's because, of course, the service is there, but it's limited. Mm. Yeah, and like if we can grow our service. And we can have that here. Well, then, obviously, there's always going to be services. They're always going to have to go to Cork for um, radiotherapy. There's always going to be different things that you will have to go um, out of the county for. But to have your chemotherapy here. So that's what Radio Kerry has done to us. Um, but it's not only yourselves, but it's also, as well, the people that have got behind it. It has been phenomenal. Yeah. So we're so gracious.
0: Excellent. Breed O'Connor, you're a great spokesperson for Comfort for Chemo. Kerry, I often say this when I do this a lot, but I'd follow you into the battle, definitely. Uh, after that um, and, and well done and uh, we wish you all the best with that endeavour and I think an important word you said there was hope and that, that is that is so important so Breed O'Connor thanks a million for coming in and telling us all about it and best of luck now we're going to talk to more of these wonderful charities we'll go to break and I'll talk to you after these The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Reilly Hogan's Funeral Home Tralee that's what you to and I hope you're enjoying the programme so far. 66 712 six for your calls. You can text the WhatsApp 083-300-3300. We're talking about the Radio Kerry Charity uh, Bingo, which has raised two hundred fifty one €251,420 for its four Kerry Charity beneficiaries and they are Kerry Cancer Support Group, Kerry Hospice, Recovery Haven and Kerry Cancer Support House and Comfort for Chemo, um, Kerry. And now I'm delighted to say from Kerry Cancer Support Group, we have service manager, or one of the team, as she likes to be described, Breeda Dylund, and we also have service user Lisa Murphy. And Lisa was in before with us. Remember her son Martin was in with Kerry Social Farming. You're both very welcome. How are you? Hi, Hi Joe.
3: Thanks.
0: Um, Breda, tell us about uh, Kerry Cancer Support Group. What do you do in a nutshell?
4: I suppose, Joe, we're we're the main provider of transport for cancer patients to their treatments in the region, uh, Healthling Transport, and we. That's essentially. In a, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we leave we leave everything else to the other charities. When I started first uh, over ten years ago, now we would have done uh, a little bit of other things as well. But we now we now refer everybody to to Recovery Haven <laughs> for all of that, and we all work together uh, to for the betterment of patients and what they need. You know, for a holistic approach to everything, and we we said then that we would specialize. In transport, and we've gotten uh, we're we're the most trusted provider of healthlink transport now in the region. Hmm. Uh, and when I say the region, Kerry, West Cork, and West Limerick. Whoa! So yeah.
0: And uh, you, I think the last time you were on us you were trying to get your bus, wasn't it?
4: We were talking about getting a bus, and I suppose that's where I have to thank uh, the people of the people of Kerry, like Breed did earlier, the people of Kerry Radio Kerry for for the awareness raised, because like like. 've sometimes we're an invisible service but now I go out and I go into the shops where radio carry bingo car, uh, cars are being sold and people say oh are, is this you are, are you one of these you know so it has raised a huge amount of awareness and that to us often is just as much as as funding it means just as much to us uh, so last year when I was on last year we, we had this well we we were in the pipeline of buying a new bus we wanted to get a wheelchair fully to make the service fully accessible to to everybody because while we were able to look after somebody if they rang us, uh, if they wanted to be taken to treatment, we could we could rent out or we could lease out a wheelchair accessible vehicle. But they weren't able to to benefit from the the whole support of the peer support, I suppose, of going with everybody else on the bus. So we wanted to get a wheelchair accessible bus for Cork and. through awareness as well people did a lot of fundraising for that but through the Radio Kerry Bingo and the funding from it uh, we now have the bus has been the new bus has been on the road for the last three weeks so we now have that state of the art uh, wheelchair accessible vehicle
0: yeah fantastic uh, news Um, we're also joined by um, service user Lisa Morphy Lisa firstly how are you
3: I'm doing well Joe. thank you yeah
0: and uh, tell us um, what has your experience been like uh, with this wonderful charity
3: um well, of my experience really, like my whole family, like like Bridget said earlier as well, you know, I'm a parent, so we do have to keep the show on the road as well. And um, like I'm well into my cancer journey now and it was just the motivation to keep going and the having to go then every day, you know, for the radium treatment in Cork, um, that was every day for three weeks. So I had heard about um, the, the cancer support group and from somebody, a colleague at work. So I gave them a ring and really like the camaraderie on the bus, you know, just, meeting people who would have the same cancer as you and you know it's just it really we just struck up conversations and friendships now I think even for going forward but it was just reliable every day um you know they never left without us they always checked where we were if we weren't back where we were supposed to be um it really was more than just hopping on a bus and going to Cork it was taking care of us it was easy to stay motivated to keep going um, it, it was just the best service for us and for my family definitely anyway hmm. so i can't thank them enough it was i i it was just it was a lifesaver for our family
0: yeah do you know what strikes me when breed was talking you were talking you're smiling mad and you know plenty of <laughs> enthusiasm and you know we're talking about a heavy subject matter here but it's amazing i'd say the bonds that are formed on a bus journey like that is you know it is a metaphorical journey as well yeah you know
3: yeah it is like and like you know you go up and like you can sleep too and you know so nobody's you know, you could doze off and make conversation because you're having a <laughs> And no sleep, one gets insulted. But it's fine, conversation <laughs> just carries on around you. So um like it, we're on we were on this like we're on the same journey. A lot of us would even have the same cancer and that's just something you learn from talking, but like it's still it is cancer, you're right. And like you do need to sleep. So those who can do and those who can't sleep, you know, and you know, Mike. I have to shout out to the driver, Mike. Like he's just nothing faced. Like I mean, there was many, many different personalities. And uh, if it's just like I just can't recommend it enough. Like it's it's more than, like it's more than just hopping on a bus. It really is. It's it's exactly what you need. And it was motivation for me because the thoughts of going to Cork every single day. I just didn't see how I could stay motivated and I would be generally upbeat but I was dreading it but actually it was no trouble at all to just get up in the morning knowing that this was going to make a difference and I did nap too, you know <laughs> you know, you, you have to because it is treatment Yeah. but you know it, it was just, it was great and I you know honestly it was it's just a great service, it was a lifesaver just for me for, for my family to keep the show on the road
0: A lifesaver yeah. yeah and I suppose like sometimes you hear about these charities and you go oh, they're doing wonderful work but unless you're kind of in it yourself, you really appreciate it then I'd imagine.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Because when I met some colleagues there from work, you know, I finished the treatment last week, so I went for coffee and they said, you know, you know, because they know me a bit, you know, like, and, you know, I'd have no problems with opinions. So uh, they asked me, who would I, who would I, you know, advocate for, who would be, and I was like, oh, without a doubt, the bus, like the the Kerry Cancer Support Group. It just, it really made that big a difference to us. Yeah. You know, it just did.
0: Yeah. How's uh, Martin getting on?
3: Martin is great. He's great. He's still social farming. So um, I've had, some skin reactions to the treatment, so um, my farmer has aloe vera of plants now growing, and <laughs> you know, in my house. So you know, I'm, you know, it's it, it just it, it's another service that just keeps on going for us, yeah. keeps on giving.
0: Yeah, you yeah. have your own personal farmer, you have your own personal drive road. Yeah, is, I well. do,
3: Marty right, Yes, yeah. so, you know, you do need the supports, but honestly, Kerry Cancer Support for for our family was huge, and for me, I got so much from it. I can't say enough. I I just got so much from it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Breeder it's it's a, a very fulfilling job. I imagine. What what you're doing:
3: It
4: is we get to meet so many different people you know and and like uh, like Lisa said, our drivers we wouldn't we literally wouldn't be on the road without them, but we've met and we have so many different different personalities of drivers too, but they they're they're unbelievable. you cannot I mean if we went out and looked for a specific job description, you couldn't make one up to fit these guys they're they're just fantastic. You know, and we get so many people ringing in all the time about them, uh, they, they support people, they, and at the end of the day, they're drivers, but they're not their their social workers their 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 mothers fathers brothers sisters to these people who are traveling with them for sometimes up to eight weeks you know we have people on there for eight weeks like like we' have people coming in from sneem Carveen uh, Valincha, dingle the west of dingle you know uh, they're they're long journeys mm. just just to get our service alone yeah. they are long journeys and we also have volunteer drivers in those places who who bring people to the bus so you know the the amount of goodwill that's out there and it, it's it's hard to convey that. Thanks is not often a, a big enough word, yeah, you yeah, know. But, but we love what we do, and like like I always say when I go, out and people are sick of hearing this, like, but the two words cracking cancer shouldn't go in the same sentence, but they do on our service.
0: Cracking cancer,
4: <laughs> cracking yeah. cancer, but they do. But they go together a lot yeah. of the time on our service. Yeah, you know?
0: very good. Um, if people want more information um, on you, because I know, like, you have the bus on the road, but it costs money to keep these buses on the road and there's a lot of you know logistics involved there as well so if people want more information on upcoming um, events you have
4: where should they go Uh, we have our website uh, our Facebook page Um, if they just look up Kerry Cancer Kerry Cancer Support Group any of those things on social media and of course our phone number 7195560 7195560 they can ring us at any time it switches over to my mobile so
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're always on call you can catch us yeah. Brida, thanks a million for coming in Problem Lisa thanks a million for coming in and telling us your story and we wish you all the best in your journey
3: thank you
0: now we're going to take a break and we'll be talking to more wonderful charities that benefit from the Radio Kerry charity after these. The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry, brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Reilly, Hogan's Funeral Home, Tralee. Yeah, and before I forget it, can I say um, best of luck to Ryan Griffin, who's representing Kerry in the World Games and the Special Olympics in Germany. He had a massive send-off in Waterville yesterday, very fitting of the man, and he's competing in the running events, and he's throwing the javelin as well. And you can see all over Kerry, their signs up wishing him the best of luck. So go with the support of Kerry behind you, uh, Ryan, and we wish you the best of luck. And you know what? Enjoy it. Enjoy the whole experience and we look forward to welcoming you back um, when you come back and well done to everyone who organised all the fundraising events over the, the last while as well. Now we're talking to the Radio Carry uh, charity bingo beneficiaries and uh, I'm delighted to say now joining join us in studio we have members from Recovery Haven we have Siobhan Max Sweeney who's client services coordinator, we've Teresa Grimes who's service user and we have Una she who's a volunteer listener. I love that title, it's a great uh, (laughs) title. Um, Now Siobhan, we'll talk to you first I suppose tell us what is Recovery Haven before we we go into the more depth.
5: Morning Joe. thanks so much for having us this morning. So Recovery Haven is I suppose Kerry's Community Cancer Support House and in that then we provide drop-in service um, information, sort of education and also we provide things like counselling complementary therapies support groups... Um, we do hydrotherapy and exercise classes so I suppose it's a whole lot of services to support people who are dealing with a cancer diagnosis and also as they move into that survivorship phase after um, their treatment and I suppose then uh, very importantly we also support family members so sometimes when uh, families have people that pass on again that we support into that bereavement phase too.
0: Yeah and uh, I know that um, you know speaking to Recovery Haven over the years the wonderful facilities, the different things like the sensory garden and things that have been done over the years but also the families are at the heart of it and families sometimes are forgotten so that's so important as well.
5: Absolutely, when a cancer diagnosis comes into a home, the ripple effect is felt by everyone Um, and I suppose that's very much what we're trying to do is that it's a support service for uh, both the patient and um, the family unit as a whole and in that then like that, the counselling service is opened to spouses, uh, children um, and we provide the Play therapy
0: and adolescent support as well. Mm. Now, you're, you, um, there's a new build. That's what that that's the big project here, and I presume that's what this uh, money that's raised in Radio Kerry Charity Mingo will help with.
5: Well, I suppose from a fundraising point of view we need to raise at least over 200,000 to keep our services going every year uh, from fundraising alone and I mean that's a big ask within a community and you have four wonderful charities so within uh, the community of Kerry there's people are so good for supporting all the cancer supports uh, services available but like to be raising over that um, is a big ask each year so I suppose um, like that we have our build that's going on it's an extension and a a renovation of the existing building at Five Heights Terrace and we're almost at the completion point of that we're due to move back in in August I suppose we all know like that we're looking at budgets and costs because building costs have increased yeah, greatly It's late. a
0: real tough time so it's yeah. a great achievement to be thinking Absolutely and, point, yeah.
5: and we nearly have it over the line and I suppose between that and the cost of delivering services um, the money, there's a big bucket to fill so this, this money is so greatly welcomed uh, and I mean this is the second year we've got the support and so greatly appreciative of it Um, the build is is due to we're due to move back into the premises in August and we're really uh, looking forward to that, I keep saying we're going home and the other thing is I suppose when the board of directors in their wisdom decided to to start this project at the end of last year we were still coming out of lockdown and I was going oh "Oh my god how are we going to manage all this Um, and we sort of had, had to reshuffle our services and we went out to different places delivering services and it's all been a bit cramped and everything else, but you know the reality is that come September we'll be back in a beautiful new building. The, we'll have a new garden. I mean, we had a lovely delivery from, um, with the support of the Marakishing Foundation, we got uh, their garden from Bloom. We got the plants from a oh, wow. delivered during the week, and I said that shows beautiful collaboration between charities within the community sector, making sure that resources are, are uh, and things are being you, you know passed on from one to the other. So we'll be back to having a beautiful garden that backs onto the community. Yeah. Hospital behind us and um, great to sort to see that community uh, involvement and spirit going forward
0: Excellent, uh, Teresa Grimes um, you're a service user how are you first of all?
5: I'm very well, thank you for having us
0: Yeah, and how? what has your experience been like with Recovery Haven?
6: Well do you know, they always say, you know the services are out there mm but you don't ever want to know the services
0: are out there. I understand, yeah, you know? yeah.
6: And I actually work in the community hospital at the back of Recovery Haven, so I've seen it every day of my working life, go, going back and forth, and we'd be talking over the wall to the volunteers going in to do the garden. So I was diagnosed uh, early last year with breast cancer. And do you know what? I, it was a tough hurdle made so much easier by Recovery Haven. They linked me in with so many supports from education to the Cork Kerry Cancer Support Bus that I was able to go up and down to Limerick on for all my five weeks of madness and to going in to meeting the volunteers like Una whom I'm doing hydrotherapy with Best crack ever.
0: What's hydrotherapy now? It's water anyway, it, yeah?
6: It's exercise in a pool. All right. And I'm synchronised swimming in it at the moment. <laughs> I've no balance whatsoever. But the crack we have inside. It's not
0: synchronised at times, I'd imagine. it.
6: mere to me now. You have no idea the fun we have. And in our, our instructor above there, Liam, he is a diamond to have. As your instructor. Yeah. We have our volunteers. We have two volunteers with us doing it every week. And it's a block session. So you can go in. You can take it at your own level. But it's literally doing squats and exercises in a pool, which helps strengthen your body that needs it. Water. Best therapy in the world. Then I use Recovery Haven for reflexology. Up there, I have I have registered with the girls for online training because I was always working. I was so for me to be out of work was a massive thing. Yeah. So I'll keep my head functioning. Yeah. Then, as to say, they linked me in with Elaine in listole that would specialise in fitting of brass and all of that. Yeah. The wigs are also there, as to say, even though my own daughter does mine for me because she's a hairdresser. Oh, but what's this, your daughter's there? Tracy Grimes
0: Tracy, yeah
6: But, um, like that
0: And do you know what strikes me Is, you know When you get a diagnosis I'd imagine the rug is pulled out from under you You lose all control But this sounds like you're taking control back
7: Oh,
6: I always said it was never going to define me I was going to beat it No matter And it, it keeps throwing stuff at me But the more it throws at me The more I throw it back at it So, like that I registered to do the 100k in 30 days For the Mary Keating Foundation And just, my, I find that it's not for everybody to be able to get up out of bed and put on their shoes and go for a walk. But if you just get out of bed, change your pyjamas and sit in the garden, just listen to the birds, listen to nature, because like that, it will heal you. Yeah. It will heal you, and your dark state, nature will heal you. And that's why I look at Siobhan and all the lads above in recovery and Haven and say the, the, the wrong kind of nature going on up there.
0: Yeah, Teresa, if I'm ever training for a marathon, I'm going to get you to train me because I'd, say, <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have no problems, <laughs> I'd say. Um, I mentioned it's a lovely title, Volunteer Listener. Una Sheehy, what is a Volunteer Listener?
7: Now, you've just listened to Teresa. Yeah. Now, who wouldn't want to be part of Teresa's life? Yeah. because meeting people like Teresa gives me so much pleasure and so much happiness every day that I go to Recovery Haven. I retired in 2015 Mm. and I had a very good friend who was a a volunteer listener and a fundraising, she was on the fundraising committee in Recovery Haven and she put me in touch with Recovery Haven to start with. And I got the application form, but at the time the training, the listening um, training service hadn't, the, the training programme was in the autumn. So I got involved with the fundraisers at that time. And we had such crack. We had absolutely, we met so many beautiful people when you'd be out shaking buckets or whatever you were doing. Um, and then when we did the training for the listening, It has just been a phenomenal experience. I've loved every single minute. And every Wednesday I meet people like Teresa because we go to the hydrotherapy pool up in the MUT. We have a beautiful, as she said, a beautiful trainer called Liam. And he puts us through our paces, but we have an amazing, amazing time.
0: Yeah, the role of of a listener is very important. I'd imagine non judgmental and just absolutely. being there.
7: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and just even making a cup of tea for somebody. I mean, pre COVID, we had this lovely setup where we everyone came in, got a china cup and a china plate, and we brought in a tray, and we would sit and listen to people with with a, a, a lovely little set, little room that we had. Now, of course, when COVID came, things changed very much. Um, but even during COVID, we would phone people every week. We would keep in touch with people. Um, you know, we never let the, 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 the we never let the break happen for for the, for the from the the um, the people using our service. And it's just a pleasure every day to be there. Absolutely every day.
0: Yeah, it's so well articulated by you and um, the, the role you do. Um, it's even more. I thought the title was nice, but what's behind the title is is, is amazing altogether. Uh, and, Joe, yeah,
5: may I say, like yeah. last year, even though there was a bit of opening and closing with the pandemic and things, we had over 60 volunteers giving over 2,338 hours, oh. um, which is such a massive contribution. We couldn't pay for all those hours. And from the garden, to the listeners, to the fundraisers, it's volunteerism is the lifeblood of
0: recovery. Yeah, and AIDS. in the autumn, are you trying to recruit more? In, or? in yeah. the
5: autumn time, and we'll be back into our new building so yeah. we'll need more volunteers for for the centre so we will be recruiting um, and hopefully we'll be doing a volunteer training in September
0: Very good. Una, I suppose the importance of volunteerism, it is important and you'd be encouraging people I'd imagine Absolutely. to get involved, yeah? Uh,
7: I mean people say, you know, you give so much but actually you get you get back twice as much what you give yeah, it's just such a pleasure to be there every day. I say, my, in two thousand and my own father died from lung cancer, so that was my first experience of people with cancer. Um, I just absolutely love every hour I spent out there.
0: Yeah,
7: it's, uh, uh, it's just such a pleasure.
0: Yeah, Teresa, you've made a few friends, I'd imagine, because you're nodding away there. Oh,
6: you've no idea the social side of the social yeah. side of Recovery Haven. Uh, going to sessions, going to I mean, they have a beautiful therapist above there that does reflexology Ah, <laughs> oh, sure, here now I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to getting together when all this funniness ends and having a nice garden party and maybe a barbecue when it's all done. Uh, well,
0: we have the weather first, today. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Teresa, we wish you all the best.
6: Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I'll be on too if I'm getting ready for that marathon. Maybe
6: the park one will do just fine. Uh, well, I suppose, <laughs> yeah, I might start a bit slower. <laughs> we'll start a bit
0: slower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Siobhan McSweeney, thanks a million for coming in and also Una Sheehy and best of luck with everything going forward.
5: Thanks
0: so much. Now we're going to go to a break, and after that we'll be speaking to another charity from the Radio Kerry Charity Bingo. The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry, brought to you in association with Sean Lynch and John O'Reilly, Hogan's Funeral Home, Tralee. Kerry. Radio Kerry Charity Bingo has raised €251,420 for its four Kerry Charity beneficiaries, Kerry Cancer Support Group, Recovery Haven, Kerry Cancer Support House and Comfort for Chemo, Kerry and also Kerry Hospice and that's who we're going to talk about now but before I do that you're an inspiration, Theresa Grimes. Best wishes to you, love, Kieran, Marcella and Dara and that was for Theresa who was on just before the break and I'm delighted to say from Kerry Hospice Foundation, I'm joined by Chairman of the Fundraising Committee we have Jack Shannon. Jack, you're very welcome, how are you? Uh, thank you very much Joe I'm absolutely great and good morning to everybody and all the listeners. And tell us what 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 does the Radio Kerry charity bingo mean to ye in uh, in the Kerry Hospice Foundation? Do you know what, Joe? It actually means an
8: awful lot to us. Uh, It's money we wouldn't have had. And, uh, we're like all the other charities you were talking to this morning. We have a constant need to fundraise. Uh, we, uh, we're utterly voluntary. And because of that, uh, the, and I suppose the big problem we've faced in, in recent times is, you know, we've, we've gotten very little support from the state. And it really means that all, all the money that's, you know, we have to raise a lot of money in Kerry to keep the, the system going. I'll give you an example. Last year now, we actually paid out nearly 950,000. All that money was raised here in Kerry, every single cent of it, uh, not a cent from the government. So it was, uh, you know... We're talking nearly a million euros. So nearly million, a million euros, yeah. Euro, yeah. It's, it's huge money, you know, and people don't realise the level of fundraising
0: that has to be done to meet that, you know. And, yeah. you know, that that's part of what, what, what we do. Yeah, very good. So, like you said, you're always trying to fundraise and there's always the, the, the next project. What what have, what have you been up to and what, what is the, the future plans? Well, I suppose what we've been up to,
8: we've been on the go now for almost 33 years, which is a long time. And the, uh, you know, and because of that, you know, we've had a lot of kind of I suppose we we have to make sure we have continuity and continuity of care. Uh, fundamentally, what we're about is a professionally a professional consultant-led service. So that's what that's what we have. So we've two palliative care consultants in 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 Kerry, and uh, they basically lead the teams of nurses, pharmacists, psychologists, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, all range of support teams, and they're all professionals that are doing their professional jobs, and our job is to support them. And how we've done that up to, to date is we, um, we've built two units in Trilly itself we've built an outpatient unit which is the, our first first big project and then we built the inpatient unit which opened a little over five years ago and it's the inpatient unit I suppose is, is the one that is probably the most high profile for a lot of people it's what people see and uh, you know, at any given time you, you'll probably have 40 to 50 people going through that unit in, in a month so it's, it's a lot of people coming in contact with the service and I suppose it's worth bearing in mind uh, you know while we're called Kerry Hospice we really are you know it's palliative care is is the the agenda that we have and um, you know when we built that unit we had 15 beds the idea was that you know you've kind of one bed approximately for every 10,000 people in the county and we thought that would be enough but unfortunately it isn't and it hasn't been. And uh, so we're we're now at the stage where we're actively planning to put on an extra five bids, which will mean building work and obviously fundraising to try and do that. And everybody knows the cost of building nowadays. And when you're building on a HSE plot, it even costs more because there's so much extra due diligence and uh, all, all that goes red with it. Red tape and all that. Oh, data. there's an in- phenomenal amount of red tape, and uh, you know, one of the things that any of the charities will tell you is, you know, you you could spend weeks every year just filling out paperwork, you know, to keep the charities regulator, the you know, and everything else uh, off your back. It's, it's it's extraordinary just the the level of paperwork we get buried in. Hmm. Um, yourself, how did you get involved? Do you know, I got to, like a lot of people. The uh, I suppose there's a little story behind me, really. In one sense, that uh, the I'm, my day job is pharmacy, mm. and um, many years ago, I was um, I, I was involved in the care of, of a, a young fella and who shall remain nameless. Mm. And uh, I used to meet him fairly regularly. I used to be involved in kind of pharmacy politics, and I used to go up and down to Dublin quite a lot. And I used to be, meet meet him and his family, going up and down to Dublin on the train, going up to Crumlin, and uh, sadly he passed. Away, And at the time, uh, I suppose, uh, you became aware of the limits of the services for, well, in that case, it was for children. But, you know, so it was something that kind of sat very uneasily with me is what happened. So when... I suppose when Kerry Hospice started off, and and suddenly we began to realise that there was, you know, there was an opportunity to change things and to change services. You know, I said to throw my hat in, and that's 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 where where it started really. Mm. And so I've been at it for over twenty five years now at this stage. Well, yeah,
0: uh, and we mentioned earlier, I suppose you know you give a lot, but there's a there's a reward I'd imagine in it as well, is there?
8: Well, there called? is. You know, uh, you know, in the end of the day, uh, it's a community service. It really is. And a part of it is just the people you meet, you know, whether it's as volunteers or people that have come in contact with the service. I mean, there isn't a day of the week that you don't meet somebody that says, you know, my brother, my sister, my mother, my, you know, some relative, have, you know, passed away and, 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 you know, in contact with the service. And, you know, they're really grateful for what they've done. And that's part of you know it's a big part of how our fundraising works is people that are grateful for the service they got you know and that they they want to give something back and that's obviously what we want too, is you know because i say unfortunately you know what should be a government service is not, hmm. you know, and, and we're out there just, just you know, tapping the buckets all the time. Even today, now we've Sunflower Day. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's, it's just, it's it's go, go, go all the time.
0: And Sunflower Day, what does that entail? You'll be selling the phone, some Florida, literally around the county today?
8: Yeah, absolutely. We, we, yesterday and today. You now, yeah. some places only did it yesterday, and uh, some places yesterday and today. But literally, it, it's, uh, you know, you'll find people outside every supermarket uh, pretty much around the county, and they will be, uh, you know, they'll be looking for contributions and people are extraordinarily generous. In Castle Island we had it yesterday and the money just flowed in and uh, so it's, it's it's phenomenal, you know, we're, we're delighted with people.
0: Yeah, um, you know you in your day job as you said as a pharmacist you're dealing with people like um, lease entries every day I'd imagine Um, so the importance of the four charities we're talking about uh, today and the fundraising like the Radio Carry Bingo and other fundraising initiatives like you mentioned in Sunflower they're vital.
8: They're huge. They're huge, you know, and and and, and it isn't that people don't realize it as well, you know, and it, it's one of the things that, that's out there, you know. As I mean, you know, I mean, we the four charities that are here today, you know, are absolutely indebted to Radio Kerry and to the listeners of Radio Kerry and the people that play bingo, uh, you know, and, and support us. The you know, it's that's that's what it's all about. Is you know, this is a community service for the community, embedded in the community, and and that's what we're about, you know. And and
0: and long may it continue. Jack, we wish you the best of luck and uh, well done. On- all the work you do thanks a million Joe. thanks indeed and now you know when you're playing your radio carry a bingo what it goes uh, to and uh, best of luck to everyone that gets involved in it as well but um, there is a great benefit to those four charities 251,420 euro raised in the last number of years